0: But uh, let's go back to exercise and mental health. So a study here today says that you are far better off exercising if you suffer from depression than taking uh, drugs or having counselling. Uh, Tanvir Ahmed is a psychiatrist and social commentator. Uh, Mr. Ahmed, good afternoon.
1: Oh, great to be with you, Tom.
0: Well, thanks for joining us. I mean, I, look, I exercise every day because I just think it's a good way of dealing with stress and it's you, know, you want to try and keep fit and that sort of thing. But uh, it sounds like the health benefits of it are, are pretty significant.
1: Look, there's a world of studies showing that they're clearly beneficial. Now, we don't exactly know why, to be honest. So part of it is just the endorphin rush we get. Part of it is the, the sense of accomplishment. Now, you alluded to it. Another is just getting a routine back. So a lot of people who fall in a heap, they lose all routine, they're kind of withdrawn, and they just can't get up off the mat, if you like. So exercise can be a great spark to sort of get it all going. So look, absolutely. I mean, you know, look, I think it's it's healthy for everyone. Now, exercise in mental health. Exercise actually has lots of different categories. So you could be doing weights at home. You could be aerobics at home. And a lot of people with mental health problems, they're often too self-conscious to go to the gym. But it can still be useful to start at home and then steadily go. Okay, let's get out, get you out running or go to the gym. So there's lots of different categories of exercise. And even just doing weights at home can can actually be you know be enough to sort of get the juices flowing.
0: Well, well, why don't more doctors just say to people, instead of saying, here, I'll, I'll give you a couple of prescriptions of antidepressants or I'll tell you to go and see a psychiatrist like you, Tanvir, why don't they just say to people, look, you know, do this, run around the block every morning, go for a swim in the local pool, you know, stuff like that. Like Why don't doctors prescribe exercise? Is it because people won't do it?
1: Look, I think we all do, but it's you know the same reason why you know if someone comes in wanting to lose weight, you'll say, well, hey, I've got great thing that we, you're going to change your diet and you get exercise, and in six 12 months you're going to look fantastic, right? But hey, and that meanwhile, there's a pill that you know you start taking it now in uh, you know in a, in a few weeks suddenly you've lost five kilos. Um, people, the reality is, I think we all want people to do the non-medical things, but from a consumer point of view and sometimes from a risk point of view, uh, you know, people the tablets are often attractive uh, and, you know, that's how it goes. The other reason is looking at mental health thing. Sometimes there's an element of risk. If you, you know, someone's a bit 50-50, you're a bit worried they could really go downhill. Sometimes that, the doctors err on the side of tablets. And then it's also really hard to access psychologists. So if you're telling people... Let's stick to the non medical path. let's have you doing more exercise, let's see you having a counselor, but then they're like, "Well, I can't get into anyone for months and months so because I think the exercise thing is absolutely you know it's one of those things we everyone should be doing, regardless of whether you have a mental health problem or not. like no question. I think when people are really unwell, they just lack motivation to do even the very basic things, so that's not something you can easily tell those people who are quite unwell. But what's interesting from my end is, yeah, we don't actually entirely understand why exercise is beneficial, like what the exact reasons are. It's probably a combination of things, whether it's chemical, you know, as I said, is it just a sense of accomplishment? Is it a better routine? Um, There's all sorts. There's actually a very interesting study, um, Tom, without getting too technical, where they look at rats and the dominant rats, they had this thing where dominant rats would essentially, you know, kind of irritate another set of rats. They were much more withdrawn, but at the same time, they had one set of rats who were able to go on these sort of mini exercise wheels and that kind of stuff. And even though both both sets had some component depression, just the group that was doing that wheel, they were able to respond far better to this other group. So it's a good <laughs> marker. It's a good marker that clearly has benefit for for um uh you know for this particular
0: group all right thank you for your time Dr Tanvir Ahmed there psychiatrist and social commentator I've always been intrigued as to like when we do tests on rats how, how how well you know something that has an impact on a rat do we know it'll have the same impact on a human so there you go the the annoying rats tormented the more withdrawn rats it's a bit like being at work anyway